Good morning. The day after the handover, Jake Vanderkamp said, the clock went tick. I wonder what he'd say about this... <laughs> The, de- the detonator went tick. <laughs> yeah, it does feel like that, doesn't it? I mean... It's like... Yeah, I, I, I was with a, a group of people yesterday um, who, uh, who... I think the word was in denial. A lot of people in denial still. But, I mean, the thing about this one, I think, just in case you didn't realise, we're probably going to talk about the American election a oh, bit. Oh, gosh, yes, why not? But the thing is, this is a human thing. It's a, it, I mean, people would say the reason that Trump's been elected is down to a human gut thing in people's stomachs, yeah. you know. We've had enough of being messed around by privilege, and we don't like it. But... Um, it's not like the other candidate people were going, we want her, she's so wonderful, he's so wonderful. Well, some people, some people like Clinton. But, but again, a fair. human thing, people yeah. tended not to like the woman. And I just, I'm just, you know, who's going to be sitting on Acapulco Beach right now with his middle finger in the air? Bernie Sanders. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have to say, the boy Bernie, um, in the end, really pulled out the stops for Clinton. But I think he pulled out the stops for Clinton because he wanted to put the kibosh on Trump. Well, of course. Yeah. He, he, he has, I don't know whether you agree, he's, he's kind of come out of this as an urban hero. Well, I'm sh- I think that's right. And, and, you know, people were saying before the election, which, which I agree with, you know, when they thought Trump was going to lose, saying, oh, you know, Trumpism isn't going to go away, even if he doesn't the win the election. isn't bit, yeah. Isn't, even if he doesn't win the election. Well, of course, he did win the election, so <laughs> that guarantees to you it's not going to go away but there is something out there i mean you can't deny it you've got it not just in the states you had it in britain with people voting for brexit the world you've fed got up, basically you've isn't got, it you, you've got the enormous rise of the extreme right in france with the front national you've got the the the, the new rightists in germany in, in holland i mean you know look across the globe and you see this sort of insurgent uh, movement of the dispossessed. I mean, what is really scary to me is that it all seems to be heading in a in a populist, but it's a populist nasty way. But we have to look at what created this in the first place. It's not just in one county in the middle of Africa. No, it is. This is a worldwide phenomenon, yeah. and 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 it's it's perceived corruption, um, maltreatment, mistreatment, being squished underfoot by people with lots of money. This is the perception of the You see, the, the, whole the thing. thing is, and I still think the thing is, you look at all of these these people who, who've, who've triumphed from this, from Trump, well, Trump isn't in office yet, so we, we can't deliver a definitive verdict on how his government's going to do. But you look at all of these people, like Modi in India, mm. who's very much a leader, very much in the Trump mode. Who, Greengrocer. <laughs> well, yes, but I mean, the point is, he was never a member of the Indian elite. Yeah. He appealed to Hindu nationalism. He appealed to, uh, and I say that quite specifically, not Indian nationalism, but Hindu nationalism. You know, he, he, he's, he's very much a leader in the same sort of mode. He comes into office, and like all of these people, he seems like an enormous breath of fresh air. And what does he turn out to be? Yeah, you know. I tell, it's interesting though. We're going to start making really stupid comparisons now, but it puts it in the frame, doesn't it? When you get all these Nimrods saying Justice Wu doesn't have any political experience. Yes. Dot dot dot. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, that's a good point. But but hey, but at least in uh, at least in Hong Kong we're spared elections, huh? 
We don't need to. We don't need to. The rest of the population doesn't need to be troubled. A mere one thousand two hundred people do all of all that, that nonsense. Stuff. I want to say hello to Pete here, who says the only hope for the world is for Trump to mess up his oath taking in January, so that the NPCSC can step in. If you think that is fanciful, may I refer you to Brexit and Trumpet? He says. Well done, Pete. <laughs> yeah, well, there is that. And I mean, you know, while all these. Um, uh, there, there's perfectly interesting things to be said about the process um, by which people like Trump become victorious in elections. And then you've got our local nitwits. You've got... Uh, I and, say. And, you know, I mean, nitwits, I think, is being jolly polite. But, but, but one of my favourite nitwits, of course, is, is Dr Anne Chang of the DAB the Democratic Alliance for Betterment of the Democratic Alliance, who says, and this is a direct quote, the American elections tell us that the people are all already tired of the lies of democracy. That's the end of the quote. And then she goes on to say what they want is strong leaders. It's extraordinary nah, I don't think, how these nah. anti-Democrats drew, draw <laughs> comfort from these events. They just forget the one big crucial difference between what they want to see in the world which is you know autocracy strong leaderships everybody being doing what they're told and the reality of elected systems including in america including in all the places where things which are very scary are happening mm. you can get rid of the bastards <laughs> it's true and that is you can do it without a revolution you can do it without all sorts of things yeah. now in hong kong you know, we are here, so you know, let's turn it around. What they're saying is segue. now... It, that's a segue. Gosh. <laughs> Very good. That's, a, that's one of those terms. I'm going to learn that. I'm going to write it down as we speak. Yeah. So I'm segueing <laughs> madly <coughs> to a situation where you've got the, um, the, new, um, the newly triumphant members of the various weasel um, organisations. Weaselary. The weasel... <laughs> the weaselariat. Is that, <laughs> is that a term we could use? The weaselariat. The weaselariat. <coughs> who are busy flag-waving in case, you know, and they're all jumping up and down because they all want I to... I wonder what they hope to gain from this. Office, money, power, privilege. Apart Other than that, that nothing, <laughs> nothing much. Anyway. Because they're doing this selflessly for the people. But the, the weaselariat are now um, out there. Um, saying, and we saw it yesterday in Shenzhen, there was a meeting in one of their many, many committees with Chen Zhuo saying, oh, yes, I, you know, we, we, we've got rid of, or we haven't quite done that yet, we got rid of two of the elector, two of the elected legislators who we don't like. But I tell you what, I've got a list here of 15. Let's go get them. Let's go get the rest of them. So, you know, what they're saying is, you know, if we don't like the results of an election, we can use the courts and use our legal powers to... Um, to overturn the results of the election. And I tell you what, here's our Trump card. Under the ruling of the NPC, we can even stop them standing again for election. It's it's a complete circle. Now, I, I, this could be loose talk cops lives, but I don't yeah. actually think they are going to get rid of 15 members of, of, of the opposition. But, of course, this is quite clever. They raise the stakes very high. And then they say we very generously only got rid of, you know, four or five and, you know, we were thinking of 15, that's a big result. Instead of the reality being that once you've elected somebody in most systems and you don't like the result of the election, it's tough titty until you come round again. I tell you what, though, you can see something bubbling there. Are we in for another, you know, Nacht der Langen Messer in Lechko? Well, yes, is the answer to that. We're, it we're, really we're, looks we're, like we're, it, doesn't we're, it? We're, 
with, you know, with little doubt. But I mean, what what is so depressing about this is that they are prepared to cut a swathe of damage through the system, you know, overall the courts, undermine people's confidence in elections, disallow election results they don't like, to achieve goals which are so tiny in themselves. Mm. I mean, it's not as though the legislature has that much power to begin with. But when you start saying to people that the only people you're allowed to elect, because you're not allowed to elect the chief executive, are subject to a nod of approval from the boys in Beijing, otherwise, you know, they can't even get into the chamber. Boy, the, the amount of damage they're inflicting on the Hong Kong system is is quite enormous. And I'll say this for Trump, and I'm, I don't think I'm travelled all the way from Saigon to say anything else nice about him. At least he realises at the back of his mind, which is why you had the sort of victory speech that you had, that when you are elected to office, there are people who don't, who didn't vote for you, and you've got to somehow come to terms with them as well. Now, maybe he's just saying that and he, he had his fingers crossed while he was saying that, but at least yeah. he feels compelled in that system to say, look, here's an election, the election's producing a result, we're, we're going to do something to reconcile ourselves with the people who didn't vote for us. On the other hand, the people who didn't win the election, notably Hillary Clinton, immediately comes out and says, look, hey, this is the verdict. I, I, you know, I don't like it, but boy, I hope it works. <clears throat> All the stuff that's been discussed, the pollsters didn't come out of this very well. They've got a bit of a... Yes, again, it's no, well, pollsters' I mean, 15 love, isn't it? Well, this time it is. This, well, last Brexit. time, on, on President Obama, Nate Silver called it pretty well. Yeah. But the point is, turn it on its head, what's missing is that a lot of people, they're not the types that live on social media, they're not the types that really go blabbing about their political views. Basically, they've just, they're not the type that would comment, but they've just surfaced. They're not the type that maybe even have a passport. Yeah, well, as you know, the majority but, of Americans but they don't, don't have they a keep it close yes. to their chest until it's ticked that box down. Yeah, I know. It's I mean, you, you know, we're learning this big time. As I say, not just in America, we're learning this big time across the globe now. They they, they call it the rising of the underclass. I mean, it, it's staggering that the rising of the underclass. So we can't just go, oh yes, whatever, because yeah. this is important now. And people do. They go, oh well, yeah. People talk about, oh my business has failed. <coughs> this, that, and the other. They count. Those people really count, and they're angry. Yeah, and and in this election, what we saw was that normally the response of those sort of people is just to go, oh, nothing I can do about it. But they did actually get up and vote this time. Yeah, very so, interesting. What this is this is something we can play back into Hong Kong. What what is it that will happen that will really catalyse, say, that f X percent who don't vote going today? I'm voting. Meet me there. Well, you have actually seen this in, in, in a small way. I mean, the, the number of people voting in the last legislative council election was considerably higher than it was in the one before. And the number of people who were elected who didn't come from the traditional parties was significantly more. We're learning some uh, new words today. I've got one from Richard here. He says, trumpets, the punishment of fate <laughs> a society deserve. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, 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 possibly. <laughs> I kind of think that... Oh, that did, he didn't make it up. No, <laughs> I, I, we're not here to be original. No, this, is, this is RTHK, not. my dear fellow. Do, do get in touch, morningbrew at rthk.hk, or check out our Facebook. Chuck in anything on this or any other topic, really. 
Well, crumbly candy bars crumb- would be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I have to say, what I like is that the, the, the Chinese media were apparently ordered to report anything they found in the election that looked a bit dubious or a bit untoward or a bit ridiculous. Yeah. Because, you know, that would prove that elections are really, uh, you know, brown stuff way of doing things. Uh, But, you know, I mean, so some of the journalists who were called in, needless to say, leaked that they'd had these instructions. But it's interesting. I mean, it's their way of their, their way of doing it. And uh, we, we've we've had the verdict of my favourite newspaper on the planet on this, which is Global Times. Is this an actual hard copy paper, it or is, is it just yeah, an no, entity? No, you, you can buy it in like the, the shops. Yes, <laughs> alternatives are available. I refer you to People's Daily. But, I love it. Um, the whole of China is upset. Yeah, the whole of China is upset with Yao Weiqing, and, and the whole of China. <laughs> the whole of China. <laughs> the whole of China. Um, discovered from the the election that because the the Western media, I don't know, have you read the Western media? Western media, Apparently it's, it's a single entity. It's the Western media has criticised China, and the elections prove, and I quote the Global Times here, that um, that journalist professional journalistic integrity. Not sure what that means, but anyway, professional journalistic integrity in in the Western media. It, it is is complete rubbish because they didn't call the election right. There's a big flaw in this Gosh. one, though. The whole of China, da 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 the whole of China, the whole of China can't probably doesn't even know that Hong Kong exists. They're not allowed. So how can the whole of China be annoyed about two young inspiration? I'm, I'm leaving when they're not even allowed that, online. I don't want to hear that sort of sedition. No, I'm just talk. come on. I'm just no, asking know, you a simple just, question. Well, very good question, it, Minister. It, 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 you, you know. Um, but the, 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 the traditional response of China to anything it doesn't like is that, you know, so-and-so has upset the feelings of the Chinese people. But how did they all end up find out about it? As, well, they, I mean, do you know? Possibly through an opinion poll. No, the entire Chinese <laughs> no, people. No, I know. It's, 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 but come it, on, if you're going to do that, do some brains. Yeah, well, um, it, we, we used to... Uh, they've actually... This is something they've copied from the Soviet Union. This oh, no. is what the old Soviet Union always used to They didn't say. have Facebook you know, either. The people of the Soviet Union... Gosh, did they not? The people of the Soviet Union have been insulted and are up in arms over the latest Western imperialist statement by blah, blah, blah. You know, I mean, it's it's a kind of playbook. And it's nice, you know, it's, it's an old playbook. You, I'm glad it's still being used. Do you think... Because these tactics that we see all the time upsetting the feelings of the, the entire Chinese known universe, da, 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 that stuff's been going on for years, and in China it works. But do you think well, one thing that rankles here is that people are going, sort of... Yeah, there is... Do you think well, so? We just don't... Yeah, please. I think that's what, that is what, what these... Um, the, the weasel area... Like, it doesn't that, work. Well, the weasel area find this really upsetting is that Hong Kong people just don't buy these stories and they and they, and employ, they think and they say they're poisoned by western ideas they employ the uh, how do we call it the kryptonite when it comes to uh, the communist party and that is laughter well it's true i mean the worst regimes are undermined by satire indeed they are we're getting to the news we'll be back in the video three still in with steve vines i must say you're not a huge social media person but i was having a good read yesterday some very witty stuff that people came up with very quickly i think one of the best ones i saw was a screenshot like from an iphone of a text and it's it was about this time yesterday morning and it said from bill clinton and he's writing to monica Lewinsky, and it just says you still up <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh 
Oh gosh, I wish I understood any of that. <laughs> no, I mean it's just that people people are very clever yeah, about this are. stuff. Yeah. All right, then what do you want to do? Well, I'm 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 trumped out. I have yeah, I to think say. so. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. We've uh, only been talking. It's only twenty minutes. I know. I know. <laughs> should we Should we go back to our own problems? Go on, I missed yesterday completely because we had Santa, oh, Santa oh, well, Claus all day. That's, your, that's just you all over. So, isn't so it? when I said and something happened in Ledgeco, that's as much as I know. <laughs> well, it, what what happened in Ledgeco? Of course, it was suspended and 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 the usual, usual malarkey. Um, the president of Ledgeco, Andrew Lerng, who who had a little moment in the sun, has seems to have taken the view that Ledgeco just isn't allowed to discuss anything that's going on. So he's disallowed a debate on the MPC ruling, which is just staggering. I mean, this is one of the most important things in terms of constitutional development that's happened in Hong Kong for a very long time. He hasn't allowed, previous to that, a, a discussion on the Wang Chao development. You know, this is the the infamous property development... Guy got to park his car. Uh, ..where, where I- illegal uh, people using the land illegally have held it to ransom for greater compensation from the government who were supposed to be building public housing on it. Apparently that's something that LegCo <coughs> can't discuss. Um, he's also disallowed a debate on the, the running and often obviously not going away scandal over Lone Chung Ying and his 50 million dollars Hong Kong dollars that is from from UGL um although there's been a twist in that story yesterday the ICAC isn't going for it well uh, is or isn't I think it's as clear as that let me I mean Carrie Lam very ambiguously stood up in LegCo yesterday and said um which is you know it gives you it gives you deniability she says she's not aware that they have stated that they are conducting an investigation into Lan Chung Ying and his fifty million. Well, that's 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 the 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 best form of weasel words you can use. This one's not going away. I think I think it's not going to go away. Well, it's not going to go away. But you know, if you're the president of Legco, you you don't allow legislators to look into it. I mean, this is just amazing and, and and i liked i think it was my good friend Anne chang again you know she of she of um, democracy will never work anywhere in the world who, who said you know before we can have an investigation into this the democrats have to prove that there is a case well no 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 excuse me miss chang the way it works is you investigate to find out whether there is something to investigate you don't make a prior determination this isn't like going in... Oh, I think she's thinking of Chinese courts, where you go right. in and the verdict is decided See, before, you know, anybody's actually arrived in the room. She obviously thinks that investigations are only valid as long as you know the outcome in advance. See, I won $50 off Peter Lewis for just saying, I think Trump's going to win. And, You're and, never going to be right again. And two, just just no, remember and that. And you, and somebody else. No, I didn't say I wanted him to, because I'm English, who cares? <laughs> no, no. But anyway, the point is, my mystic Magnus has to come. I'm going to spirit, I'm going to spirit summon Francis Moriarty now, who go might on. be listening. Because, Francis, if you are listening, tell me what happens to all those votes that people voted. Us. Well, well <laughs> here's an interesting thing, because as night follows Doesn't day... Matter. Start I mean, we, before the break, we were talking about how... There's now talk of, of trying to purge not only the two young Spiration uh, members of LegCo, but, but 15 other, de- well, including those two, 15 other uh, members of the Democratic camp who apparently didn't take their oath right. Incidentally, neither did 
see what I learned when he was sworn into office, take his oath, oath, right, he forgot to mention the words Hong Kong. We now have video of He Abraham. forgot to mention them with reference to a football yeah, game Yeah, we now well. have, have, have video showing that Abraham Sheik, who's sitting in, in the Regico with nobody questioning him, also effed up his... Um, difficult his is it to read a paragraph of words <laughs> that are mostly one syllable? Apparently very. But anyway, the point, of, the point is that, that what they're now using is bureaucratic procedures for, for political ends. But the point is this. How far are they going to take it? I mean, if, which is very, very likely, in fact, it's as night follows day, just looking at the two young Spiration uh, legislators, if they're expelled from LegCo, there has to be an election, a by-election. If there's a by-election, will we see this new ruling being used to rule out a whole swathe of candidates from contesting the election. Now, if you listen to the very, very um, sort of victorious-looking members of the pro-government camp, they want the whole lot. They want them out. They want to stop people standing for election. They want to expel more members of LegCo. So, you know, I'm not quite sure where this is going to end mm. in terms of their apparently enormous appetite for confrontation. I mean, when you even stop people standing for election, you're really, really diminishing the role of the election itself. When you do as they are now doing, when you expel people who have been elected, you're doing the same thing. But, you know, they're piling on the agony and they're going to say, oh, my goodness, there's been, there's been a reaction to this. Well, of course there's going to be a reaction to that. And the reaction will get more and more angry. Mm. takes us back to uh, angry people in certain countries well this is where we started this is, I think I think very, very often what happens is powers that be um, don't take into account the emotional side of well, people no, but unless yeah. they, unless they are looking for confrontation I mean this is what I really fear is this is actually a conscious ploy they are looking for reasons to raise the temperature so that, 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 that all sorts of other things can flow. What do you suddenly hear in great proliferation are calls for the reintroduction of the legislation on anti-subversionals? This is the infamous Article 23 of the Basic Law, which was stopped in its tracks by mass protests in Hong Kong. It's almost like but that's they're a, all coming back and saying, oh, we've got to have that. Yeah, because it's a slap you know, in the got... face. It's a slap on the wrist, rather. No, I don't think you it don't is. Think so? I think it's a punch in the well, tender you, parts. Okay, okay. It's like, this yeah. is the thing. This is the bet noir, and we're going to take it out of the cupboard now, because well, you've annoyed us. You've annoyed us, and we're going to go for bust. You know, I, I, I listen to this guy who they often have. Um, uh, um, he's a leading member of the Weasel area from Beijing, a fellow called Victor Gao, who was on Al Jazeera the other night. He's very often used for this sort of, you know, towing the party line and... Uh, weasel on... Re weasel on... Anonymously. <laughs> um, uh, he's used by international TV stations for this. And it was interesting. He was just sitting there. It was a quite a long sort of half an hour session with, with two other people. <coughs> and excuse me and, and he was sitting there with this sort of enormous scowl on his face and get, kept saying we must teach the people of Hong Kong a lesson they must understand I mean in these words I'm sure. they must understand this they must understand that we will not tolerate this there is a bottom etc etc et you know I mean they must they should yeah I mean my, my television tubes were burning out they were getting a bit upset but um, it's quite interesting so there's no there's no dialogue now 
coming out of Beijing saying, you know, we, we want to do things to improve the standard of living in Hong Kong. We want to do things to make Hong Kong people more happy about being part of I think China. Got, I don't know about bigger fish, but other fish to fry. They have, of course, As of other, last they, night. <laughs> well, not only last night. I mean, all over the place, they got other fish to fry. But you know, governments aren't aren't, aren't uh, only capable of doing one thing at a time. They've got a special number of people who just do Hong Kong stuff. And of course, the problem is that they've got all these people here who who just won't act on their own. You know, they're for example, they're all sitting around waiting to be told who to vote for. This is the 1,200 electorate in Hong Kong. They're all sitting around, not all of them, but most of them are sitting around waiting to be told who to vote for. If anything goes wrong or anything happens, their first port of call is to get in a taxi or, or whatever, scuttle down to Western and get some orders. You know, there, there comes a point at which some of these people have got to understand that One Country, Two Systems was not designed for them to go scuttling down to Western for orders. It was designed to... And these are the words. Give a high degree of autonomy to Hong Kong. Autonomy. I've managed to summon high Francis. High degree of autonomy is the word. I've managed to summon Francis. Oh, really good. Actually, no. What I meant about the voters was, that, so, oh, we talk about by-elections or this, that and the other, but these the good people of Hong Kong, they voted, um, they put their tick in the box or whatever, and they voted for these two guys who are in trouble at the moment. So what does that make, not mine, because I didn't, but what, what, what does that make my vote? Is it null and void now? Yes. Does it not yes. count for anything? No, no. I, I got up count, early, you know, in theory, I got up early, I went to the thing, <coughs> uh, and I voted for these guys. Well, so may, you're, you're slapping I, I Joe mean, Public you know, in the face. There may well be people That's who voted for them who, reg- who regret voting for them. I do accept that. And they may say they're not going to vote for them again. But that vote's gone. That ship but has that, sailed. But that ship has sailed, gotcha. exactly. And, and the whole point of elections is where they're free and fair is, you, you, you know, for example, people may have voted for Donald Trump yesterday. They seem to have. Uh, they did. Come, Some of them did. And they may say, in three weeks' time, I'm never going to vote for that man again. And you know what? See they, you later. They have a right to do that. Here's, here's his comment. He says, many, many people blame the pair for being idiots and irresponsible. And they could have been smarter in choosing the they words. Funnier, whatever you want to say. Uh, he said, but they also won't like seeing Beijing's response or Chen Zhu's comments. And I'll just read that. So he has raised questions over how local legislators took their oath in office, suggesting that they may be in breach of Beijing's basic law in ter- interpretation handed down earlier this week. Is this a domino that's just about to go... Well, yes. I mean, I, I, I agree with Francis. People here are not stupid. They can distinguish between what I think is irresponsible activity by these two young inspiration legislators and the consequences. I mean, a stupid act isn't just does not justify a response that is even worse. And I think... A lot of people here fully understand that. You know, you had this demonstration this week by a large number of members of the legal community, but it's not just the legal community who understand that. And they were saying, look, you know, every time you slam a nail into the coffin of one country, two systems, Hmm. you make sure it never opens again. Remember, this ruling was actually made in defiance of the basic law. I don't know why this isn't mentioned. The basic law very clearly states that interpretations of the law only come at the end of the judicial process in Hong Kong. In this case, they didn't even wait for that. They went straight ahead and gave this ruling. We still, incidentally, haven't heard 
from the court on the government's application. Well, for, their for, job just got trickier. Well, because their job has got a lot trickier. But we, you know, there is a judicial review underway, and obviously this ruling was intended to nullify whatever the the, the judge says in that ruling. But the process is still here. So now they I have mean, to go. We have to cling on to <clears throat> what we've got. They have to go after the words of this interpretation. From what I believe, it's the technicalities of the devil and the detail. Well. It really does refer to this as opposed to X, yeah, Y, and Z. Yeah, I mean, Z. The, the, the problem now is that the... the um, this, <laughs> it's interesting. The basic law is supposed to be a constitutional document, but it's now being used as a sort of weapon to bang people on. Usually... Well, yeah. No, no, but usually a constitutional document sets out broad principles. It says, you know, you should be good, you should be... You know, I mean, it, this is the sort of thing the basic law does. But because it's now being used as a weapon... They're, they're actually, in interpreting the basic law, they're making the Constitution into a weapon by which you combat things that you don't like. Now, that's not what constitutions are for. Constitutions are a set of general principles. It's what paranoid leaderships do, though. It's what they do. It's what they do. It's funny. I saw a headline in the South China Morning Post t- today and almost, almost splattered. It said, you know, courts being used to... Used as weapon against against lawmakers, and I thought, blimey! But it's all right. They were talking about Cambodia. <laughs> See, you had to think. Can I ask you that question that I was that I, was, I asked you off air, and you you went no. <laughs> just to wrap up with, look, I just said let's take all of our all of our sort of one way or the other, be unbiased, and say, if you could say, is there one thing really, really that you feel Donald Trump could do in the short term that's good? Um, could you ask me that again next week? 